When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. That theme music is for a podcast called The Swing Nation, which I will talk about in a minute. I'm trying to get some new information about the, the latest on the storm. Deborah brought you some brought you some right now. The National Weather Service is now saying the flood flash flood warning continues for San Luis Obispo, Atascadero, and Arroyo Grande until seven o'clock p.m. I just moved up there. Just moved up to Avila Beach. Are you going back there tonight? Well, I am. I hope I get. Uh, so we were fortunate enough to be able to afford to move into a gated community because I never want anyone to ever knock on my door <laughs> again. But the gate, uh, the guard gates flooded out. So I don't know, Deborah. I may be... You may stay in a hotel tonight. Uh, no, I'm, I'm looking at you in Woodland Hills. Come on over. <laughs> I have room. Uh, so that is uh, still... A, and they're saying now that... Um, I think it says here there are 25... Yeah, some 25 million people are under flood alerts issued by the National Weather Service. 25 million. That's that's most of the state. There's 40 million people in the state. So that's uh, that is pretty epic. Okay, so I love to do crazy business stories, whether it's for CNBC or for my Substack newsletter called Well Street, janewells.substack.com. I love doing stories on entrepreneurs or people who are trying to always figure out the money angle and how they can make a living doing something because behind every headline is the money. And many years ago, when I was in my 20s, I was a young reporter in Miami 
in the 80s when it was crazy town. And I did a story on the swinger scene. This was just as HIV was starting to kind of take off. And you could do anything in Miami in the 80s. I mean, I had a guy cook up a rock of cocaine and have his mother smoke it. I posed as a prostitute. I did, you know, this was just... Did you swing? Uh, I did not swing, but I went to a swingers club. I'm what you call in the swingers world a vanilla. Mm, a vanilla. Guess what a unicorn is. Anybody want to guess? Guess, guess. Eric, Dana. A unicorn? A unicorn. And swing and swing lingo. What's it? What's uh, Steve Gregory's now bothering? Yeah, ask Steve <laughs> yeah, Gregory. Yeah, like, you want? What do you want me to ask Steve Gregory? What is a unicorn in swinger lingo? What is a unicorn in swinger lingo, Steve Gregory? <laughs> okay, we have some breaking news, so I'm going to have to go find out about that. All Sorry, right. I'd okay. rather talk about swingers. All right, bye. All right, I'll guess. Okay. Probably someone that is over the top in terms of swinging. No, it's a single person swinging with couples. Oh, okay. All right. So anyhow, sense. I ended up, like I did that story in the 80s. I thought, well, that's the last time I have to do a swinger story again. And then all of a sudden, I became aware of this couple. They're Dan and Lacey. They live in the Southeast. And they are trying to remove the stigma from the non-monogamous lifestyle. You know, I mean, whatever, again, as I said earlier, whatever consenting adults want to do behind closed doors that doesn't break any laws or create any serious injury have at it as long as everybody is consensual at it and yet there's a lot of stigma attached to swing swinging that is not attached to other lifestyles anymore so they have started um they were started doing tiktok they they kept getting taken down on tiktok they don't they're not there's no nudity they they don't cuss much um and it keep it pretty maybe r-rated but it's mostly sort of pg-13 and they're really trying to build this, this movement of acceptance. So somebody's finally suggested them, why don't you start a podcast? So then they, maybe you could get sponsors. So they went out and they spent money to get the equipment. And they actually now have sponsors and this podcast. And then they got into events where they now um, host the swinger weekends in places like uh, Kissimmee, Florida. And I think there's one in Nashville. Uh, and in the Caribbean, where they take cruises where like-minded people get together. And what Dan and Lacey will do is they'll rent out the whole place and then they'll sell the rooms at a profit and then they can invest that. And so they're actually growing this into an enterprise, which um, is what I'm all about, is like following the money. So here's just a little clip in um, in one of their podcasts, which is it's safe. It's, you know, we're not going to get thrown off the air about uh, you may your kids won't understand what they're saying, uh, where they're talking about how often they swing. And it's not that often. I think a lot of people think that they need to swing to fulfill something. But that is just like a one night thing. The whole rest of the month is because we usually swing about once a month. The rest of the month is just him and I. And. I don't know how to describe it. It just like, it adds some, like even just being spicy for one night. Yeah. Like adds so much, adds so much for the rest of the month. Yeah. Yeah. I that's agree. That's cool. So that's what they try and do on the podcast is try to educate people on the lifestyle, what the do's and don'ts are. Uh, everybody's different and monetize it at the same time and try to make some money, which I'm all about. In fact, that some of their rules they do have their own, you know, you have to communicate with your partner. Um, in their case, when they swing, 
they have to be in the same room. They don't want to be apart when they're swinging. Not everybody's like that. But the important thing is that you're consensual and you have um, you have an understanding, not only with your partner, but with the people you are swinging with. So it's called The Swing Nation. It's a podcast. It's not my thing, but I do appreciate their effort to try to say, look, we're not we're not bad people. You may, you know, you you may think it's adultery. Is it adultery when is it adultery? This is a good question. When your partner is like all for it. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I got a question. Yeah. Wouldn't you love to see the trad wife and this couple sit down and have a conversation? <laughs> well, she probably swings <laughs> because as long as Colin, her engineer husband, gives her permission to swing, <laughs> uh, that's, you know, so that's part of that. I that's, think it's fascinating. I have never done that, by the way. Do you know anyone who has? I I, I do not. I do not. But I, I am always fascinated by those alternative lifestyles. Right. I guess I'm very vanilla. Yes, and I think that's their point and what they're trying to do is that we are more like you than you. Like she said, we only swing once a month. You know, she says everybody thinks, and, uh, you know, some people probably swing more than that. I don't know. The whole thing is just very enlightening for me. Um, and and the whole idea of unicorns, that, that both of them got into the swinging lifestyle after divorce as single people. And then they met each other, fell in love in the swinging life community, swinging community, and married. So, I mean, you can still fall in love with a person and get married in a non-monogamous community. My mind is blown. My mind is blown. I mean, a lot of people say, are we, were we really designed to be monogamous? Um. I'm going to tell you if my husband ever says that to me. No, no, I'm not, and I'm not saying that I. I'm not saying that I agree or disagree. I'm just saying a lot of people say know, that, right? I know. Um, you have to have a commitment, right? Think, you have well, a commit. You have to be committed to being monotonous. I think I'm going to monotonous or monogamous. Well, I'm going to let you monogamous. Know, I, yeah, you have to. Yeah, not monogamous. Yeah, monogamous. Well, monogamy can be monotonous. <laughs> uh, I will only say that since it takes. Years and years to raise a human child, I think we were. Because if it was, you know, like uh, turtle eggs, no, you could move on and they go and fun fend for themselves. But you need, you need usually two people to raise a baby for a while. That's true. And I guess what I was trying to say is maybe some people's marriage is monotonous and they want to, then that's why right. they, they want to add some spice. Right. Right. Yes. Another couple's not my idea of spice. Not mine either. Nor is but it, it is fascinating. Nor that, is it dressing up as a traditional wife and you know and asking my husband if, if I permission. can go out. Yes, yeah, if it's okay. All right, uh, Jane Wells filling for John and Ken KFI Mix Forty. You're listening to John and Ken on Demand from KFI AM Six Forty. Jane Wells filling in for John and Ken. They'll be back on Monday. I'm pretty sure as long as they survive. The, uh, I don't know, Pineapple Express or whatever you know, we're calling this. Dana came in here during the break. Here's the question for all of you. A quick round robin. And I, if Angel's listening, okay. Is Angel, Angel, are you there by any chance? I am, Jane. Oh, Hi. Gosh, I'm, I love hearing your voice. All right. Would you rather be, here's the question, a trad wife, a traditional wife where you submit everything to your husband, don't even go out without his permission, and, you know, just cook and clean or <clears throat> in a swinger relationship. Um, uh, let me let me start with you, Angel. I will go with the trad wife. I'll <laughs> I'll do that instead. <laughs> um, Deborah Mark. 
Oh, God. Is is there a third choice no. in that? No, no, no. Uh, I would pretend to be a trad wife. <laughs> Rather than pretend to be a swinger, exactly. Like you could go and like. I, I think go, it's easier yeah. to pretend to yeah. do the, the yeah. trad. No, you go to the swingers club. And you say, you know, I got to go to the bathroom, and you come <laughs> right. out three That's hours true. later. Eric Sklar, a trad husband or swinger? I, whoa, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I don't even know if I like the whole trad husband lifestyle. That that seems a little bit annoying to have your wife calling every five seconds to ask to do something. Oh right, like she's got just yeah, go. It seems very nagging. Like, yeah, leave me alone. Just go. Just go. Oh, pro honestly, probably swinger. Okay, so we've got uh, we've got a, a trad, a pr pretend trad, a swinger. Dana, yeah, trad wife doesn't sound that bad. I, you know, y'all don't want to share, huh? Um, no. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just, I would. What would I do? Mm -hmm. I am. Um, well, I might try each. Hmm. But I'd be like a, the vanilla at the swinger scene and pretend. I, I don't know, man. I'm all messed up. Right? That is such a, that's a Sophie's choice, as we say. Oh, God. I know. That's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> do you think Elon Musk uh, would be, I, I, do you think he has, he would like a trad wife or be a swinger? I think he'd be a swinger. Yeah, 100% sure. a swinger. swinger. Oh, yeah, sure. total swinger. I mean, if he's naming his kid an, uh, an equation. Well, and he keeps having kids with everybody. You know, his whole thing is to have as many kids as possible because we um, we just need to have more kids, that the, the earth needs more people. And, the, and these people who are cutting back on how many kids they're having are uh, going to destroy civilization. Now, speaking of Elon, because he is... At the moment, the world's richest man. It's con gone kind of back and forth. Uh, Tesla stock, I think, over the last year is down 40%. But uh, year to date, I think it's up 54%. So it's had a bit of a comeback. He's now, of course, being, he's investigated. He's always sued in all this. But <clears throat> to try to get around some of this, um, being hassled all the time, there's a story in the Wall Street Journal that he may be trying to plan his own town outside Austin. He moved to Texas a few years ago uh, for a variety of reasons, not the least of which is that there's no state income taxes. And when you're living in California and you're worth $200 billion and you decide to cash in some of your shares, well, that's the California budget depends on people like you. And he decided to skedaddle. So he's been spending a lot of time here lately and put a pin in that for a minute. Anyhow, according to the journal, he uh, has and his companies have been acquiring thousands of acres of land with the hope of starting a town where his employees could live and work. He's got the boring company out there. He's got some SpaceX out there. He's got some Tesla out there. He doesn't have any Twitter out there right now. Uh, the entities have reportedly purchased at least 3,500 acres and are in the process of working toward incorporating the town and calling it Snailbrook which is an apparent reference to the mascot for his tunneling firm, The Boring Company. Um, it might give him the ability to have more say in, in how things are run, even in a state like Texas. It reminds me a little bit of the Walt Disney Company and now the troubles had in Florida with uh, Governor DeSantis, where Disney kind of was sheriff of its own uh, property there. And that is now no longer the case. So Musk is, according to the journal, wants to, they've, you know, they've bought 11 parcels of land near the Colorado River. They've got plans for a wastewater treatment plant. 
So Musktown or Snailbrook may be on the horizon. However, here's one thing Elon Musk not, may not, as smart as he is, may not have taken into consideration. He's been spending a lot of time at Twitter headquarters in San Francisco trying to salvage that company and not doing a very good job, I might add. Twitter, he's laid off a lot of people. The platform is glitchy. There are all the other social issues that people have, you know, advertisers on on it. He's mocking his own employees on tweets, which isn't a good look. <clears throat> Excuse me. So he's there in, in San Francisco a lot. Any money he earns while he has his us in California during that period is subject to California income tax. It's like sports. All the athletes have to exactly. pay taxes in all the cities that they play. And not just Twitter. You can imagine that while he's at Twitter headquarters, he's having calls with Tesla. He's having calls with SpaceX. So any income he earns during that time for those companies could also be subject to California income taxes. What's more? I mean, the big thing is if he were to cash any stock while he's in California. Oh, my goodness. That would be subject to 13.3% capital gains taxes, which would be a ton of money. And there is nobody more relentless than the Franchise Tax Board of California. I know from personal experience, because let me tell you this. I told you that a million years ago, I worked in Miami. And I moved. I worked in Florida the year I moved back to L.A. to go work at Channel 11. I worked in Florida for seven months where I paid no state income taxes. I worked in California for five months. And California taxed me for the seven months I worked and lived in California. And I said, this cannot be legal. This has to be unconstitutional. And I lost. So Elon Musk may think he's getting away with something, quote unquote, living in Texas. We'll see what the, I forget the IRS. They're, they're pikers compared to the Franchise Tax Board. We'll see what, and for us here in California, as much as we think that's outrageous, that's good news because now we're facing a deficit because the governor gave all the money all away for people like, did you guys get that middle-class income tax refund debit card? Did anybody get, I guess I qualify as middle-class. I got a debit card worth $400 from the state of California. You did? I, I You Deborah. I, I, no, I, I didn't get it. I almost threw it away because I thought it was one of those spam credit card applications. Oh, may, may, maybe I threw it oh, away. Oh, honey. Oh, no. But it was my money in the first place. Yeah, that's true. But still. I, but we're in a deficit and they were still sending these things out. This was the gas tax thing, right? No, this was, um, was it the gas tax? Yeah, yeah it was I like guess for it was. the gas because yeah. I, I got it direct deposited. Yes. A lot of people. How much did you get? 400. Yeah. Deborah. I'm mad. <laughs> I was going to throw it away. And then it says, wait a minute, this is from the state of California. And my husband says, wait a minute, don't throw it away. Because honestly, it looked like one of those fake, you know, I always throw all that stuff yeah, away. Well, I think it's junk go. mail. There you go. You might want to see. There goes you a can, purse, Deborah. You, well, half a purse for her. <laughs> a third of a purse. Yeah, little, that's a down payment on a tenth of a Birkin bag. <laughs> I don't have a Birkin no, bag. Thank, thank you God. very much. We would not be friends. Oh, my because, God. You know, I, mean, I would say give it to the Ukrainians that my friend yeah, is hosting absolutely, so they can get an no. apartment. Okay. Please. Uh, wow. Jane Wells filling in for John and Ken. KFI AM 640. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. 
if you are in uh, on the Central Coast, a.k.a. my husband, uh, tweet me at Jane Wells to how bad the rain is there right now. And if you're in the San Bernardino Mountains and nobody's come to get you and you still have Wi-Fi somehow, yeah, tweet me at Jane Wells and uh, let me know what the situation is. Tim Conway's coming up at the top of the hour. There's um, an interesting story in the Los Angeles Times about people moving not just out of California, but around California. So it's like these California cities are booming even as L.A. and San Francisco lose population. Well, I'm a good case in point. I just moved up to the Central Coast. I left Southern California. And I have to tell you, everything's cheaper up there. Everything's cheaper up there. Everything is cheaper up there? Oh, in, on the Central Coast? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Except for gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of, But housing? Um, oh, how? It's the only place... Honest to goodness, we have lived in the same house in Thousand Oaks for 30 years, so we did. We never levered up. We we should have. We should have moved at least once and kind of moved up. Um, so that with the equity we had and all of that, this is really the only place along the coast that we could afford to move to, to step up and move to. But not only that, I mean, the guy, we had a guy who painted the house when we moved in, half what it would cost oh, down wow. here. Uh, the it, it's it's astonishing to me. Although we are learning a few, um, you know, San Luis Obispo, Avila Beach is right next door. San Luis Obispo has Cal Poly, and if you're downtown in Cal Poly, besides all the homeless, it is a bit of a younger group. Everybody around us is. My husband said, "Wow, there's so many old people." I said, "Have you looked in the mirror lately?" <laughs> it's pretty. Um, it's pretty old. I'm surprised. And another thing, I, there are in the city of San Luis, no drive-throughs, no drive-through Starbucks, no drive-through Taco Bell. They they ban drive-throughs, which to me is an odd law. But how do you, how often do you really go through a drive go through a drive-through? I oh. mean, I never do. Oh, anymore. Every I used day. to when my kids were little. I go to McDonald's or whatever every day. Really? Uh, I'm either Starbucks, a Starbucks, yeah. which my husband is saying those days are over because, you know, um, I'm not working full time and I'm a Taco Bell fanatic. So I, I know this this horrifies you, Deborah Mark, but I I, I used to, to like Taco Bell many, many. When I was a kid, I did like Taco Bell. My first job was at Taco Bell. I could eat <laughs> I could eat Taco Bell every day. Eric Sklar, you look like a Taco Bell guy. Ew. Oh, uh, Del Taco, it. Del Taco. Ew. I love Del Taco. Yeah, Del Taco. It's it, you're either. I Jane, was Del Taco for a while now. What? I grew up in Los Angeles. I'm not eating Taco Bell. If oh, I want Mexican please. food, I'm going somewhere real. I know. What do you like? King Taco. You know. No, which there's is a, good. there's actually a place around the corner from my house in the valley. It's called Melodies. Oh yeah, I've been there. Yeah, they. It's it's a family. They own right. Soli Luna, yeah, Melodies, that's Las that. Okay, yeah, I know. I'm not going to Taco Bell. But it's like sometimes you need a McDonald's. McDonald's you, sometimes you need a Big Mac. I agree. You know, sometimes you need French fries. The, I the won't Mc- even go to Taco Bell when I'm drunk. Oh, you are. Oh, come on. I swear. And you're their demo. You're their target demo. I know. Demo. There are many people, uh, Mexican-American and other uh, South and uh, Central American heritage, who go to Taco Bell. That's fine. I, I ain't going. Yeah, Dana. Dana, uh, back me up here. Yeah, that's true. When I go to Taco Bell, I I do not think of Taco Bell as Mexican food. No, it's fast food. Exactly. No, I'm not going to Taco Bell for Mexican food. No, you're you're going just because you're hungry and you enjoy it and you want something quick. I uh, totally get it. And I like the fire sauce. 
Mm. They have me beyond me at uh, Del Taco now, so okay. that's what I get. So doesn't do the fake I don't meat. do the fake meat. No, I'll tell you the the truth about the fake meat. Yeah, it's probably um, worse for you other than that's the cholesterol. Yeah, there is so much uh, now sodium. beyond meat, sodium and other stuff um, to make it taste like meat. That uh, other than the fact that there is no cholesterol and no animals die. So those are your two things, okay? I'd rather have a mushroom burger or an avocado exactly. burger. I don't exactly. want the fakes. I don't. I don't want anything that resembles meat. Well, now if you have you ever had one? No, I, I don't want one. I have. I have had other things: lentil burgers, right, right, no, black no, bean but burgers. I mean, but no, the no, whole I just point can't. Of impossible and Beyond Meat. One is based, I think, on uh, lentils, and the other is based on um, rice or, or peas, pea mm. protein. Mm -hmm. um, they they're supposed to replicate. So the whole point is, if you like beef and you want, mm, I can smell it. <laughs> I can smell it. Uh, it it'll replicate that. That's the thing. Is if you had a Beyond Meat burger, you might backslide, Deborah. I don't think so. I don't miss meat at all. Not. I actually was talking to our boss yesterday, and I I'm so happy with the way I eat. I don't miss it. Not one iota. When you smell bacon, I go, oh God, those poor pigs. That's that's what I that's what I think. Try tip, San yeah. Maria style barbecue. No. no. John yeah. will come in with a sandwich or a hamburger <laughs> no. every day, and Deborah will just be like, What is he doing? Oh, I know, but he will bring me in and out fries, which are vegan, I'd like to point out. That's what they tell you. No, I sure. believe it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where we were going with this because either. that's the story of not filling in every once in a while. John always tells me. Have an out. Know what you're going to say at the end. And so here's my out. Jane Wells filling in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Jane Wells filling in for John and Ken. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Tim Conway's coming up next. I've been getting some tweets, and so has Angel from people on, on just how bad it is. Angel's calling it a three-hour drive kind of day, and if you're in it, you know uh, at Tony Reckless 310 uh, says he's been on the 405 for two hours. Yikes. I uh, I thought he I thought he was gonna say he's been on the 405 for 405 hours. Oh <laughs> uh, excuse me, rimshot. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love that laugh. You are laughing and you're mocking the people who are suffering right now, Angel Martinez, and I am all about that. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad I'm not sitting out there. Oh and I'm God. sorry that anybody has no, to. I, in about, what time is it right now? In 11 minutes, am getting in my car and driving 170 miles on the 101 to Ooh. Avila Beach. How long? Wow. Let's take, let's, let's take... Uh, Wait, say the mileage again? 170 miles on a Friday afternoon with an epic rainstorm hitting um, particularly the Central Coast, which is where I'm headed. Guesses. I will tweet later. I'm going to leave. I'll literally be in the car at four. I hate that when people say literally. I just did. I will literally. What did you write this? At 4.04. <laughs> I am writing it now. I will literally be in the car at 4.04. When do you think I'm walking in the door? 8.27. Eight let me make a note. Eight twenty-seven p.m. Angel. Oh, geez. Um, one hundred seventy miles. One hundred one Friday storm. Oh yeah, uh, eight thirty. 
Oh, that's pretty close. Well, we're playing prices right here. <laughs> well, I, I didn't hear what Eric said. What he said eight twenty-seven. Oh, uh, so he's oh. taking the under. Uh, Dana, okay, I'll go eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Oh, you are optimistic, uh, Dana. I say nine. Oh shoot! I almost said a bad word. Uh, Am I the only one where it's my goal to always beat the estimated time of arrival on the directions? Um, yes. No, and I also feel like it, when when Google Maps says it's going to take me 60 minutes to go 60 miles, but I've been consistently driving 85, why does it not, why does the yeah. algorithm did not reflect <laughs> that? And so finally at the end, it's like, oh, wow, you got here, you know, 15 minutes earlier. That's so shocking. <laughs> what a surprise. I, I know. Um. I'm gonna say so that you're at four four hours so four oh four to that's over four hours. I I am going to be optimistic and I'm gonna say seven thirty. Ooh, all right. Ooh. I uh, that's if I take the San Marcos Pass. I may not take the San Marcos Pass because it's raining. I don't know. Uh yeah, have that you might be dicey. Yeah. Have you guys um Meta smells blood in the water when it comes to Twitter? And so Meta may now start a Twitter a competitor. It's called Project P92. This is according to CNN. Mastodon is supposed to be the decentralized social network that people have flooded to, flocked to as they left Twitter because they're angry with what Elon Musk is doing. But, you know, Mastodon's not doing that great. Truth Social, of course, is not doing well at all. But Meta has a lot of money and, you know, there are 2 billion people on Facebook. And while this is separate from Facebook, the, whatever this project they may do, that it's not part of Facebook or Instagram. It would be a standalone competitor to Twitter. You would still, they would promote the hell out of it on Facebook so that maybe people would go to it instead of Twitter. Um, I have to say, I after Elon Musk took over Twitter and revealed just the the left-wing bias or the pro-Biden bias inside, which still is shocking to read. But all the other things that happen, I mean, Twitter to me is now boring. I still am on it for breaking news, but it's also been kind of a turning point for me where I find social media is now boring. I don't know if I'm over it. It's no longer useful. It has to be the next new thing. But I'm not on it as much as I used to be. And it's not for political reasons. It's just I've lost interest. I, I think the thing is, I get um, alerts now on my phone anytime news breaks. So I don't need to go to Twitter to see if news is breaking. Because I, the, the Wall Street Journal, the LA Times, the New York Times, the Hollywood Reporter, they will alert me when news is breaking, but, KFI. But Twitter, I feel like, is faster than those push notifications sometimes. I, you have to be on Twitter to see it. Then. True. True, that's fair. And so what I'll do is I'll get something like uh, Paul Flores. I got an alert from the LA Times. Paul Flores has been convicted uh, or has been sentenced to life. Well, I wouldn't have known that unless I was on Twitter. And, and then I can go to Twitter and see what I need to know more about it. Are you on it more or less, Eric? I, I'm probably on it just about the same. It's also different for me because I also use it heavily for sports. And sports Twitter is its whole other world. Well, news does break there and yes. sports breaks there as well. Yes. But hey, I, I don't know. I, I, do you find it less interesting? I find social no. media. No. I mean, okay. I've been on Twitter since April 2009. Yeah, I was no, a, I've been on it. I was a freshman in high school no, when I I'm joined Twitter. No, I'm an OG. Twitter. No, no, I'm, a, I'm an OG. Don't you talk to me about no, that. No, I know, I know. But 
my thing is I'm not going to pay for Twitter blue. No. I, I'm not going to. No. no. I don't need. I have a blue check mark. If they want to take it away, knock yourself out. Yeah. I, I don't care. I'm not going to pay for an app that's been free this entire time. I haven't no. really noticed a difference in the user experience. Obviously, with the glitches here and there, every couple of days, weeks, whatever, where you the can't ads see the pictures loading. Yeah. It's poorer ads, too, because yes. the advertisers. Yes, but I realistically haven't really seen a difference in my user experience on Twitter. Tim Conway, are you using Twitter hey less? Hi. Uh, I use Twitter about as much as I, I was suspended for two and a half years. I put a joke up there that did, they didn't like, and and I showed them. They said, take it down or you're going to be suspended forever. And I showed them. You know what I did? I took it down. <laughs> you are a man of principle. Thank you very much. Hey, I heard you moved, by the way. Is that true? To Avila Beach. Where is that? That's by San Luis Obispo. It's, wow. it's right next to Diablo Canyon Nuclear Power Plant, which is still running. Good for you. Uh, but I well, want... you are, you're all, your dream was always to get closer to a nuke plant. Yeah, so I was, because I'll live longer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you, I think the last time I saw you is when I interviewed you in the fall because you were spray painting your lawn. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you don't need What's the lawn like now? You don't need to. Well, you know, the, the, I, I, I painted my lawn green uh, because I wanted to save water and now it all died, you know, because you can't paint plants. <laughs> So, so all this rain is doing you no good. No good. I got to I got to take all that uh, dead lose, grass up. And, so you got to keep painting it. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to stop painting it. Now, the house needs painting now, but <laughs> I'm going to stop painting the grass. I'm just going to have to get all new grass. It's horrible. It's um, going to cost me thousands. Or why don't you s skip the grass? No, because I like grass. I, I'm, I'm a big uh, grass fan. You like it under your feet. Yeah. It's like cooling the way it looks. Look. Yeah. You know, like in the Midwest, you spend time in the Midwest. Kind of. Driving yeah. through. Um, you know, I love when one lawn goes to another, to yes, another, no, another. No fencing. No fencing. It's yeah, great. Yeah, they get rain there. Yeah, and you can, and kids play in like the yard and they go down, they play football in three or four different yards. Nobody cares. I thought that was the weirdest thing when I saw that. It's like, well, what about the dog? What about your privacy? What about laying out by the pool? Nobody's, you know, I, I, I think that's so, we're such good, good fences make good neighbors. We, I think California must have. Done the whole wall thing. Yeah, I you might know, yeah you know you're right about that. I didn't even think about that. But my, my grandmother's place in Sugar and Falls in Ohio, outside of Cleveland, they had no they had no yeah. fence in the backyard either. Yeah, I you see. know you just go out the backyard and you, and you go through like a little like wooded area and you get in or or just you go you can go right into the neighbor's yeah, yard. Yeah, that's so weird to me. It I is feel odd. Like people isn't it? are staring at me. Yeah, I know it is weird. It is odd. <laughs> What's it on odd. the show? All right, uh, Alex Stone is coming on, uh, and then Alex Michelson, Jason Nathanson. We'll talk about the uh, the Oscars and Petros at six o'clock. Oh so guest heavy, and then we'll talk about all the spring. Excellent. Oh, well, Tim Conway Jr. coming Jane Wells! Are you driving home tonight? 170 miles starting right now no. to Apple Beach. How long do you think it's going to take me? Three hours. Okay, you're the Three most, and a half hours. You're the most, you're like me. Yeah. They all think it's going to be over four. No, 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 no. Not the way you drive. That's <laughs> You get on it. <laughs> True. That's right. Uh, thank you, everybody. All right, Jane Wells, everybody. Good. Uh, John and Ken back Monday. We'll see you later. Uh. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 
Chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.